You're listening to The Marn Report. Well, hey, hey, Fort Stewart, Hunter Army Airfield, Molly here with your latest edition of the Marn Report podcast. And today I am joined by a very special guest, Colonel Ryan McCormick. He is our 3rd Infantry Division Chief of Staff. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today, Colonel McCormick. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to talk a little bit about the Marn Hall of Fame. Yes, I am so excited for you to tell me about the Marn Hall of Fame because I don't really understand it that much. Would you mind giving me a little bit of a background of exactly what it is? Absolutely. Um, So one of the things we identified uh, about a year and a half ago um, as General Costanza was coming on board and some of the senior leaders uh, were were coming into the division, some having served here previously and some for their first time, what we learned is uh, we wanted to attempt to try to reconnect some of our younger soldiers to the history of this great 3rd Infantry Division. Um, sure. As you well know, uh, started in World War I uh, and uh, had some amazing, uh, you know, uh, achievements as, as, as it was developing all the way through today. And, and the, there's a few things we understood. Number one, we have uh, 61 Medal of Honor winners that have been recognized, wow. uh, many of which uh, in their, during their service in World War II. Um, but uh, many of them, outside of being recognized as Medal of Honor winners, uh, we did not have a Marn Hall of Fame. And so we wanted to rectify that. And so we established it last year in 2021 as uh, General Costanza was coming on board. And we we're realigning our uh, Marn Ball uh, to coincide with the Marn birthday of uh, November 19th. And so we, we established the Marn Hall of Fame um, where we selected some key individuals that showed not only just uh, – outstanding courage in the face of adversity or, or an enemy, uh, but also showed this desire for perseverance, grit, and just adaptability. And three great characteristics that we want to embody in every dog-faced soldier um, that are, that's serving in the division today. Mm-hmm. And so we, we decided hopefully we can get a twofer. Uh, we could recognize not only those great soldiers of the past that served in the division, um, but also look to instill some of those traits in our soldiers today as they look back at some of those great people that served in the division, just a great monument to them. And so that's kind of how the, the Marn Hall of Fame came, came about. Wow. So this is just isn't like soldiers of our past. These could be soldiers that are, you know, eating lunch right next to us every single day that are inducted into this Hall of Fame. Well, so you got to start with uh, with an end in mind. Yeah. Uh, and so when you have a division that has 61 sure. Medal of Honor winners, uh, but not all of them are, are, are inducted at this point. So we have a, a broad uh, um, population to select from. Yeah. Um, but we, we also have uh, added a new category this year where we identify some what we're calling distinguished members of the division. Oh, great. And those are people who served in the in the division. Uh, and then went as they they departed the division, went on to do great things in in other areas, whether it's uh, inside the military, or perhaps later on in in uh, as being great citizens of the United States. And so this year we're inducting uh, ten of those members. Uh, highlight obviously some of them former division commanders. Sure. Let's say um, the likes of uh, General uh, Robert Abrams, uh, General John Murray, who recently retired and commander of, the, of uh, U.S. Futures Command. Uh, or and also uh, most recently as well, uh, General Terry Farrell, who has uh, you know a, a lot of service here. General David Perkins and uh, General Fuzzy Webster as well. So some 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 generals that served here and went sure. on to do great things. But we also identified a couple of uh, other folks that we thought were were, were also very well uh, um, 
you know, needed to be memorialized. One like uh, Miss Mary Weathers, who mm-hmm. was a uh, who was a Red Cross uh, nurse uh, who went to France in uh, 1918 yeah. and was at the Marne River when 3ID soldiers uh, earned their their title Rock of the Marne. But she was also there to serve and to uh, to help our soldiers that were wounded in battle. Oh wow! Another one is uh, a specialist for Zerker. Uh, Karen Zerker, who was uh, identified as a key member of, of the division in the 1970s when the division was the, um, was serving in Germany. Um, throughout the history, and if you read a great book, Against All Odds, mm-hmm. by uh, Alex Kershaw, he talks about these wonderful uh, history of, of dog-faced soldiers in World War II. And uh, the moniker that, that was given to these soldiers in World War II were Marne men. Um, and that, that continued uh, after World War II mm-hmm. into the occupation army in Europe and as 3ID continued to serve uh, in Europe um, during the Cold War. And as we, we brought in more and more women into service in the United States Army, mm-hmm. um, the moniker of Marne men didn't necessarily <laughs> resonate with some of the women sure, who were understood. serving in, in, in 3ID at the time. And she, was, uh, she had the courage to bring this to the attention of the commanding general at the time. Uh, we actually we actually found this article in one of the old front lines really? um, from the 1970s, and uh, sh- she brought this to the attention of the commanding general and said, "Sir, not all of your soldiers are Marn men." And from then on, uh, the moniker became Marn soldiers. Wow! And uh, so we were able to incorporate obviously both genders into that, and so sure. we wanted to recognize her as well of as course. coming up and saying this to to a leadership. In probably a time where, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, emphasis on that. Sure. And just a great, uh, great ability to recognize some of our great women that, that served in the 3rd Infantry Division. Well, that's just wonderful. So we've talked a little bit about what really makes some of these members so special. But I mean, like you said, there are so many people to sift through. I mean, where do you even start? <laughs> well, that's that's a great well, So we have a nomination process that yeah. begins in uh in April, mm-hmm. where we open nominations for the year to, sure. to submit names. Um, we've had a great connection not only with our local community, but also the Third ID Society, Oh yeah, um, who helps us identify throughout the chapters some great nominations, of which one of them was uh, Harold Nelson, who recently received a Silver Star. He's 107 years old. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he re- received the Silver Star. The Army finally got it right and was able to, uh, to find the paperwork, etc. And he was awarded the, uh, the Silver Star in October by the commanding general who went out to, uh, to Fort Carson and was able to bestow that honor on him and his family. Uh, at 107 years young, uh, he's, still, <laughs> he's still doing a great job, Very uh, has a lot of vitality. Um, but that, that was a find from our society who identified him as a, a great uh, dog face soldier, served um, you know, in, in many of the same units. If you, yeah. if, even if you just think about the history of World War II where you know, there was five amphibious landings, mm-hmm. uh, he actually participated in three of those wow. um, as, as they were going through that, where he was wounded and then, and then came home. But just the, you know, the similar likes of you know, Maurice Footsie Britt or Audie Murphy, you know, some of those just people that you know by name or sure. household uh, household names. But there are still plenty of those people um, um, that we want to continue to recognize. Absolutely. So, so uh, we have a lot of people to select. Yeah. Um, so there is a process for nominations, and um, 
and we continue to do that. We scrub those, we review those, and by uh, August is our goal to, uh, as we go through the board process, to make those uh, recommendations to the commanding general sure. who generally approves those before the summer is over, mm -hmm. which gives us an opportunity to, uh, to uh, highlight that and then also invite uh, either the, the person who's receiving the honor, mm -hmm. or their families. Oh, nice. Uh, and we've created a fund through the uh, Society of the 3rd Infantry Division that allows us to uh, to help uh, fund travel and nice. bring some of those family members back to these events. Wonderful. So uh, you mentioned the ball. Um, is there an induction ceremony for, uh, you know, the new Hall of Fame inductees? Yeah, so it, it's in conjunction with the ball. So a okay. part of the, the ball program is uh, this induction ceremony that we'll do? Sure. Uh, we'll do. We'll, we're going to split it up uh, this year, um, where we'll do the distinguished members of the division in a, in a private ceremony right before the ball. Okay. And then during the ball uh, it, it itself, we'll uh, induct the nine members this year of the class of 2022. Wow. Into that, of, of which. Uh, uh, Paul R. Smith from uh, Operation oh. Iraqi Freedom One, sure. and then obviously uh, Sergeant First Class Alwyn Cash, who uh, recently received the Medal of Honor last year, yep. uh, will be inducted into the class of 22 as well. Awesome. Very well deserved then. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me how all of this fits in with Marn Week. Yeah, so we, we thought, you know, no, what no better time to do it uh, – uh, to incorporate this into Marn Week, yeah. obviously the ball is the you know the right. uh, the capstone event, so to speak, uh, of this. And um, our our goal is to start recognizing these folks more and more as there are naming opportunities. For example, um, one of the things the commanding general asks us to do is look for opportunities to rename some of our gates sure. after those people that uh, came before us and, yeah. and are just uh, amazing people that we want to memorialize. Number one, but also to continue to recognize uh, their efforts, um, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of their heroic actions that they took. And, and to celebrate those, not just on a, a one-time, but to remind ourselves and the soldiers yeah. that there are people out there that did great things, and we stand on the shoulders of giants. And um, we do that as part of our, our patching ceremony as well. Sure. Uh, once a week as we get new soldiers into the division and we, we you know, put the, the 3ID patch on them, um, we also highlight some of the people that came before them to let them know that, number one, they are very, very lucky to yeah. be in the 3rd Infantry Division, but also um, that we do stand on the shoulder of giants and we have an opportunity and obligation not, not only to recognize them, but to move forward and hopefully um, show some of the attributes that they did while they were facing adversity or in some hard times. Sure, sure. So you said nomination process. So, if, um, you know, I, just anyone on this installation, if they can think of, of anyone that they would like to nominate for this Marn Hall of Fame, certainly they can do that. They can go online and pull the packet and submit that. Absolutely, right? It's wow. on our Garrison webpage. Uh, it's tied to there. There is a uh, one form that you have to fill out. Great. We ask you also submit a photo of the individual, right? Sure. So uh, as we go through the selection process, um, we, can, uh, we can highlight that. And then uh, our overarching goal, uh, we're not there yet this year, but uh, we're working for that, is to create a, uh, a Marn Hall of Fame display here in the headquarters. Oh, nice. Uh, that will, uh, will, will represent the Hall of Famers, those that did something specifically in the division sure. while they're here, and then also the distinguished members of the division. That's those individuals that served in the division maybe just a year, but then went on to, uh, to greatness, not only in the military, but throughout their career. So a, a, a broad venue where we could recognize some folks. Uh, and then also to include our Marn Rockstars, yeah. those people in the community who, uh, who we celebrate 
that uh, go above and beyond and, and giving back to the 3ID, our soldiers in the community. Sure. Now tell me a little bit about the Marne Rockstar program, because that's people can be nominated for that as well, right? That's right, right. So uh, the, the Marne Rockstar program is a, uh, a great opportunity for us to identify some people in, in our community, mm -hmm. whether it's here in Hinesville or, or um, uh, greater Savannah area to include Richmond Hill. Mm -hmm. uh, generally speaking, they're connected with the, uh, with, um, the 3ID in some form or fashion. Either they served previously or they were served here as a civilian employee on the installation. And uh, it's, it's just a great recognition to, number one, um, show them that we appreciate their support and their mm -hmm. continued support to not only uh, the 3rd Infantry Division but the Greater Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield. Yeah. Um, and then we just give them that recognition and uh, we, we always invite them back and they have a hallowed. They always have an, uh, a, an invite to any of our, our key events. And uh, we have some wonderful rock stars that are at every event, whether it's a change of command, whether it's one of the many ceremonies that we do, uh, the Marne Tattoo, mm -hmm. um, where we celebrate our history. And uh, th they are always available, usually to give their time and volunteer as well. So sure. um, just a great opportunity to recognize the Marne rock stars. Sure. So to close it out, do you have anything else that you would like to add? Yeah, no, just uh, the class of 2022 will be unveiled at the, uh, the Marne Ball, the Marne Soldier Ball, yeah. on uh, December 2nd uh, during, the, uh, during the program of events. And we'll open nominations for the class of 2023 in April on April 15th, Tax Day. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll look to, uh, to make the final selections no later than uh, mid-August as we present uh, nominations to the commanding general. Awesome. Well, everybody, if you're looking for those nomination forms, make sure that you head over to home.army.mil slash Stuart. That is where you can find those. Um, Colonel McCormick, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Everybody, we hope to see you out at Marn Week, and we hope to see you at the ball, too. All of that information can also be found on the website. And again, thanks so much for being on the show. Rock of the Marn. All right. We will talk at you again next time. This is Molly signing off. The Department of Defense On Post Housing Tenant Satisfaction Survey is in full swing. Your feedback is a crucial part of improving the quality of life in Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield housing. Residents should have received a link to the survey in the email they have on file with the housing office. Don't miss out on this awesome opportunity to let your voice be heard.